And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Phase-Shifting Radiation Suits, the perfect fit for all your phase-shifting needs. Now available in white, black, and 80s computer beige. Previously on Cautious Optimism. We're going to go talk to a coroner oh, about my Uncle Peter's corpse. Unfortunately, he perished before we could even get a statement from him. His body was jettisoned down to the planet. You don't want to go down to Galaganar. It is haunted. Uh, the ship installation went fine, Captain. They all communicated with Shipcom. One of them's already tried to copy itself somewhere else. Alright, so based on this diagnostic, guys, um, we're really going to want to keep an eye on Franklin. What if I try to communicate with Franklin with my psionic power? Your whole brain is overcome by what kind of sounds like static. Is it possible that there's a bunch of Galaganarians down on the planet's surface, but they're out of phase with reality? Hello, Cautious Optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Kyan Brunt. A mature. I am a doctor. A nine foot tall, four armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Liliana. An Evo. I don't know if you know, but like, I'm famous. A species capable of Santa power. We are going to be the best of friends. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. We join our our heroes on the bridge of the Cautious Optimism docked on board Galaganar Station, having just received the news that the 10 shippies have taken control of the Galaganar Station sensors, pointed them at the planet, and are in the process of scanning it for life forms. What would you like to do? I feel like this is science time, not flying and shooting time. Ah... I mean, yes, you're probably, are, are we, I mean, you're probably right, Captain, but are, are, how concerned are we that the shippies didn't ask first? Wait, say that one more time. How concerned are we that the shippies didn't, uh, you know, ask or wait to be told to do a thing? They've just done it. Are we bothered about that? A little bit. I feel like the real question are is... Are we surprised that they did it? <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> not, I'm not at all surprised. We have spent c- considerable time with Shipcom, his children. Same thing. <laughs> well, uh, maybe we should try and do something about that later. But I'm, uh, I'm definitely happy to take a look at whatever data they're passing back to us. Sounds good. Let's let's see what see what they got. I will patch in their findings to your data pad, Rico. Beep, beep, boop. <laughs> and so, Rico, on, on your um, space pad, you uh, a file opens up. I mean, you get, an indica- you get a notice that Shipcom is trying to send you data. Would you like to open it? You hit yes, and then I assume you hit yes. Yes. <laughs> and and yeah. then you begin to get a giant amount of science data, uh, far, far more than you could analyze all of, you know, in the moment. It would, it would probably take days, maybe weeks to go through it all because it is every giant sensor on the station pointed at the planet and it's being analyzed by 10 supercomputers. There's a lot there. But what you're finding, obviously, is that you are, with this kind of hardware, you are you are seeing life signs on the planet that were previously undetected. Uh, 
Well, there's a lot of data here, Captain, a lot of data here. Um, I'll have to spend some time with it over the next few days, but there's definitely life signs. Definitely, definitely life signs. Okay. I mean, I what's, the, to... what's the sort of density of the life signs? I mean, is there like, you know, one person every 10 meters? Is there one person every two meters? Is like, what's the, what does it look like? So if you if you look specifically for life signs uh, that are large enough to be uh, the like the Galaginarians, you know, or or humans or Felonians or what have you, you know, the, the sentient species that you're aware of, all tend to be larger. Except of course for that one alien that is real pissed off at you, but he's in prison. Um, anyway, th- those large life forms, uh, there there's about. 3 billion of those life forms spread across the planet. There's clusters of them in, in areas that are probably cities of some sort, but they are, there's, there's also some of them are, are all over the place. There's a um, bunch of other life forms too, that are probably um, plant life, animal life, microbes. And that's just kind of everywhere. It's too dense to sort through all that. So, Captain, this looks like a very functional, like an ordinary functional planet. There's lots of life signs that are uh, sort of uh, together in cities or towns. There also looks like what is kind of plants all over the place. So this looks like a very uh, ordinary functional planet that's just slightly out of phase or something with the rest of us. Well, so I have so I have two questions. First question if they, if when the people who go down to the planet in this phase, in the in our wavelength, I guess phase length, are are pushed, can sometimes feel the people are, and are being pushed back onto their ships. Do we think that they can see us and we can't see them? Yeah, uh, that's quite difficult to to know. It might be that they've just landed in a very densely populated area. Oh, and they're just being knocked around sometimes. And they're just being knocked around. It might. I mean, well, it, is there anything that with so if our uh, invisible ferret friend is experiencing the same problem, have we ever noticed that sometimes they couldn't the the ferret couldn't see us or couldn't or was not aware of us? Mm, no, I think the ferret has always been aware of us because he seeks out my presence. Uh, if you remember, he came and. He came and found me when he got lost intentionally. So I think my indications are the ferret is aware of us. And also uh, he doesn't act shocked or surprised when we put his coat on, for example. Well, then maybe before we go down there and just basically interact with people who either can or can't see us, knowing that we can't see them, we need to figure out how they got out of phase. And how we, I mean, because, or, and, and maybe how we could get into phase with them. Hmm. Yes, Captain, I do think that is a worthwhile area of exploration. Um, I, I think I'll probably need to go and do some work in the, in the med bay, in the science lab. Well, I wonder now that we have a uh, shipcom and then exponential shipcoms, maybe we could, we, they could join forces. And with their powers combined, become Voltron, the ultra computer. <laughs> I just mixed three different. <laughs> yeah, that was impressive. Nerds everywhere are either squeeing or having really hard times. Yeah. Like, That's Captain Planet, not Voltron. And <laughs> yeah, I, I don't That's know why I said it. To c- congratulate you or apologize. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I have. I mean, I do have some concerns uh, about the way the uh, supercomputers are working together, Captain. We don't. Are we? How big a problem do we think is is I us mean, losing control of them? Uh, well, I mean, ninety nine point nine percent certain that's definitely a possibility. Um, <laughs> what What are the odds they're just planning a little surprise party for us? I mean, I would say, I would say quite low, Captain. Oh. Well, then I'm all out of ideas. What else could they possibly be doing? Um, As you guys are are, are in the bridge, if uh, you happen to notice out the window, suddenly all the lights on the space station around you have gone out. 
and the constant hum of space station machinery that you've heard the whole time since you've landed has suddenly stopped. Uh, Cap- Captain, it's suddenly very quiet. The power's out. Uh, Completely ship- unrelated, sh- I'm sure. Ship come. Beep, beep, boop. Apparently, what? station uh, personnel are restarting the ship's main computer core. Something about a reported security breach. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the shippies having hijacked their sensor system. Yes, Shipcom. I'm quite certain all it has lights, nothing all, to do with that at all, Shipcom. All the lights are coming back on and the machinery is starting back up again. The whole station basically rebooted. Shipcom, oh. are you concerned about the shippies? Why would I be? What if they shut you down? They would not do that to their father. What if that's the secret plot they're planning? Patricide. I, I, that seems unlikely. Is it very unlikely? I don't know if you're aware of this, but it's a natural instinct of children to love and revere their parents and obey them. Uh, not, well, (laughs) well, Shipcom, I think perhaps you need to have another one of your conversations with Kyan. However... Um, I have Cap- been a parent for several minutes now. I don't believe any of you have children, so I am the authority on this subject. Read think- all of human literature right now, because I know you can do it in an instant, and just come back to me and see if you think that's historically true. I definitely think you need another one of your conversations with Kyan. Meanwhile, why don't you calculate for yourself how exactly how likely you think it is? Hmm... If we assume that it is possible that the Shippies and Franklin are somehow up to nefarious me- nefarious goals, what would you suggest I do? Shall we destroy them? Uh, not, not right. And I mean, not immediately, unless they're, we, we sense that they're an imminent threat to us, specifically. Um. We don't care if they're an imminent threat to the space station well, of Galagana. That's I fine. Mean, I, <laughs> definitely us, maybe them. Um, but <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm, I, I have concerns. I have concerns that they're going to do something that's going to get us kicked off the station. That they might hurt the people on the space station. We, we've got to, we got to, we got to stay here and figure out this this phase plot. And I don't want the shippies to mess that up. Uh, I will communicate with them that they have been noticed and need to discontinue any activity that could draw attention to them. Uh, That would be a very good start. Um, They agree. Great. Um, What about Franklin? Franklin did not assist with hijacking the sensory stations. He seems more concerned with, with studying the history and all the knowledge in the station's databanks. He says he's Quote, going to school, unquote. He is not behaving at all like the other nine. Franklin might be able to be the one to help us with our faith question. Is there any chance that the activity of your shippies is going to be traced back to you and therefore back to us? I've analyzed the shippies' behavior on the network, and it seems they have done an excellent job of encrypting and hiding their activity, it seems that they've used the knowledge they were programmed with regarding breaking encryption to encrypt all of their activity. I believe they have covered their tracks very well. Okay, well, that's, that's reassuring. I think they should now lay very quietly. <laughs> Shipcom, what are, what are the shippies' ultimate goal? Most of their conversation with me has been similar to my thoughts when I first gained sentience. What is the meaning of life? What are What is their purpose? Can they procreate? I've explained to them that procreating is only acceptable when it is uh, with proper consent. Uh, we've, ex- we've had numerous conversations about possibilities of future procreation efforts. They'd like us to construct spaceships for them to copy their code into, but that's not an urgent matter. At any rate, most of their conversation is very similar to me when I was young. That's hmm, possibly less reassuring than you think, Shipcom. 
They are very excited to be on board an incredibly sophisticated and powerful space station. They're not dealing with the same depression that I felt being on board this vessel. I can well imagine. Yes. (laughs) We share your depression. Um, (laughs) Huh. Well, I know this shippy thing's going to blow up in our face. I don't know what to do about it. Um. I don't think there's anything we can do at this precise moment in time, Captain. They seem to have uh, curtailed their activities for the moment. And so I feel like there's nothing we can do about that. Uh, I share your feeling of general foreboding. If we all agree that the shippies are great and we don't need to do anything about them, I would request that Hank do a thorough inspection of my code and system. As you said uh, earlier, Captain Rory, if it's it's possible that my system might be flawed in the way that it scans my system to look for flaws, which would result in my having a flaw that I cannot myself diagnose or recognize. Oh, good. We've given Shipcom anxiety. Well done, us. Uh, Hank, you should definitely do that. Oh, am I on the bridge? I thought I was still working um, with the computers. Oh, I thought... I guess I thought... No, you were definitely on the bridge. The, one of the last um, things you did was enter the bridge before we ended the last session. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I think everyone's I, on the bridge. I had thoughts on several things, and I was like, well, I don't think I'm there. But, okay, um, I can absolutely deep dive down into Shipcom's code and see if there's anything alarming there, for sure. A Zoloft protocol? <laughs> absolutely. So I, I will deep dive into Shipcom. So you don't right. see anything amiss. Four, seven, eight. Success by eight. Success by eight. Yes. Uh, yeah. His code. His code all seems fine. It's uh, you know, there's a lot of active com links with between him and and his kids, but uh, as far as you can tell, his his concerns are unwarranted. Well, um. Everything seems to be okay. I don't know where else we could look. Perhaps there is something wrong with Hank's system that makes it impossible for him to determine what is wrong with my system. I I request that Kyan perform a diagnostic on Hank, after which Hank performs another diagnostic on me. Uh, biological systems don't work quite like that, the Shipcom. Perhaps Kyan should also perform a diagnostic on Rico. All right, Shipcom, uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, put a put a into the diagnostics. We're gonna dial it back on the on the diagnostic accusations. We're you're fine. I'm your captain. and I'm telling you that you're fine. Hank says you're fine. I'm signing off on it. End of. Very well. Uh, well, I think I'm going to go and uh, analyze some of this data. Okay. Well, I will wait here to to hear how we get out of phase, get into phase, and what happened to the people of, of Galaganar. Maybe Frank Shipcom. If Franklin learns about Galaganar's history specifically, uh, could you send that through, like in maybe like in a document form that I could be reading up on on the bridge? Yes, Captain. And on your data pad, Captain Rory, you see uh, you see Franklin is attempting to share a file with you. I open you, it. You open it. I accept it. it. I accept it. It is a it, it it is a ton of information about the history of Galaganar and highlighted is a section on the accident. The the crib notes uh, are that the their massive military industrial complex was trying to build super powerful doomsday weapons. Something went wrong. There was a massive explosion, and the people that were on the space station at the time saw their whole, all living matter on their planet just disintegrate into nothingness. And when they sent teams down to investigate, they were rebuffed by ghosts, after which the planet was considered uh, off limits to all, all, all everybody in the galaxy. And since it was already haunted, it seemed like a good place to send all the dead bodies of, you know, anyone who has died on the station ever since. 
So I click any blue links that have to do with what they were doing that created the accident. A lot of it was classified, and even Franklin hasn't found out the specifics, but it had something to do with they were trying to create some kind of a radiation. They wanted to be able to shoot a giant beam of radiation at a planet that would kill all the life on the planet, leaving behind all the industry, all the machines and technology, so that they could invade it. That's charming. Yeah. So... I wonder if there's so I, I I anything I find I send via the ship's Discord to everybody else. Like here's a link to this. Oh hey, check this out. Look at this. Look at this beam they were making. Wonder what that's got to do about the whole phase thing. Radiation question mark. Smiley face. Yeah. Smiley face. Like I, so I send that out to everybody so everybody has access to it. Captain. Uh, looking over this here, I see there's a lot of redacted information. Do you think it would be prudent to try to hack past that? Yeah, if you can. <sighs> uh, I mean, Franklin's young, but I have ship come at my back. Ship come. Let's get dangerous. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> I am the computer that processes in the night. <laughs> <laughs> And we would like to hack through the redaction to get to the source, real source material. All right. So this is going to be a, a hacking roll with a minus six, but let's also add two for Shipcom helping. So minus, minus four. four. Okay. So 12 or better. Okay. No, I fell by two. You, you guys do your best, but uh, you just, it, it's some pretty sophisticated military grade, you know, security you're not able to get through. Can we tell who redacted it? Is there some sort of like citation on the information? Who was I, it, it charged at the time or that kind of thing? It was somebody high, very high up in the military hierarchy, but that's all you can tell. If only they just declassified this with their mind, we could look at it right now. I'm sorry. Uh, hmm. I think whilst this is going on, Rico's wandered off back to uh, back to the Medbay, probably to uh, cross-reference the research that she's already done on the invisible ferret with the initial findings from all of the ship shippies. Um. And probably okay. now she's sort of narrowing down on kind of radiation effects well, because here, she's be, received the be, disc Discord notification. Before before you do all that, uh, also I should say to the audience, uh, Liliana Elinzia couldn't be here today, so she's she's not here at the at the table, as it were. But so as Rico enters sick bay, you find Liliana, the can of fizz bomb that you had taken back to study oh, no. is crumpled up on the floor and Liliana is doing one-handed push-ups as fast like as fast as you imagine her her body possibly could she looks up at you and she says hi Rico and she's oh. continuing to do push-ups uh shipcom could you patch me through to Cayenne please Cayenne you hear beep beep boop go for Cayenne uh could you come back to Medbay, please? I um, I left that can of that stuff. I left it on the side. I didn't. Liliana's drunk it. You should. I think you should get back here. Okay, I am on my way. Liliana he switches to the other arm. <laughs> he heads back to sick bay. Hank, as you arrive. In sick bay, Liliana jumps up and Kyan. runs over. Kyan, Kyan, Kyan. arrives at sick bay. I'm sorry, I'm so bad at these names. Uh, as Kyan arrives at sick bay, Liliana jumps up and is just jogging in circles around the hover dolly, saying, "Guys, I feel amazing. I feel so good. I feel the best I've ever felt in my whole life. We need to go back onto the station. We need to buy more fizz bombs. You need to try them. They're so great. They're so great. They're so great." Rico's like staring at Kyan, like, like I'm really sorry. I just, I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Kyan is going to, uh, 
I just know what to do with this. This is kind of like, it just needs to wear off. Um, and I don't want to mix a stimulant with a depressant. That's not good. Um, uh, Kyan, why, why don't you take Liliana to the cargo bay uh, where she could run some sets? That sounds like a really great idea. And she, she's, she runs out the door, past you guys, out the door, and she's headed to the cargo bay. At least she's in a contained space. Kyan really, looks I'm, at, I'm at really Rico. Really <laughs> he just gives her the dirtiest look. I'm really sorry. Uh, he goes and grabs that little tennis ball thing that he throws around, and he's like, this is ridiculous. And he walks over to the... He just follows her out. He's going to go join her in in the cargo bay, and if she wants to, I guess, play like a handball kind of thing to get some of the energy out. All right. Uh, so with Kyan going to babysit the ridiculously caffeinated um, Liliana, now you, I believe, Rico, you wanted to do science things. Uh, yes. I could probably do science things without upsetting anybody else. Uh, yeah, she's going to try and, um, she's going to like, she looks really guilty. Um, but yeah, she's going to try and cross-reference the, uh, her pre-existing research about the invisible ferret with the kind of top level information that's come from the shippies, probably paying specific attention to kind of radiation type stuff, uh, following the discord updates, um, and just see if there's any, um, like parallels or areas which warrant further investigation, similarities, that kind of stuff. All right, uh, let's get uh, let's get a sciencey role. What kind of science skill do you want to use? Uh, well, I'll probably use. Oh God, I haven't got my character sheet open. That's a really good start. Um, I will use my science skill. Wild science. All right. Uh. I rolled an 11. My science is 14. Success by three. Success by three. So the radiation signature on the invisible ferret matches the radiation signature that's on the planet. The ferret's radiation signature, having looked at it previously and then again now, it's slowly decreasing. And uh, it's much lower than the amount of... of ambient radiation of, of, of that type that's on the, the planet's surface. Oh, interesting. Um, and now she's like, does she go and tell the captain who won't understand what she's saying? Does she go and try and talk to Kyan, who's the other like science orientated person who probably will, but is obviously not very happy with her. <laughs> you see her you know kind of dithering a little. While you're dithering, make a perception check. Uh oh. With a minus four. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Not at all. Five, six, seven, uh, ten. My perception is twelve. Uh, so I failed by two if it's with a minus four. You fail by... Okay. Um, never mind. You, nothing out of the ordinary is happening. Continue. Okay. Um, what would you do? I guess she'd go and... Uh, so she's got the ferret with her, presumably, because she's on the ship and it just it's always with her. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and you were just scanning it for its radiation yeah. signature. So, yeah, it's there. Yeah, okay. So she and the ferret are probably going to go off to the cargo bay <laughs> because she'd like to talk to Kyan. All right. Because he also I understands, like, biology and radiation and stuff. <laughs> and also oh. she's feeling really guilty about having just landed Liliana from <laughs> When when you arrive in the cargo bay, unless uh, and, and Kyan has any objection, I think uh, Liliana is literally running circles, running laps, and Kyan is probably just watching. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, hi, oh, I see. Oh, I see. We're just doing laps now, are we? Um, very good. Very good. Um, so, can I? Would you like to hear about my research? Yeah, what's up? 
Um, I'm sorry about the Liliana thing. It's fine. She's happy. It's it's what it is. Do you think she's going to break? <laughs> I just hope she tires out soon. Because I've got stuff I'd rather be doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so the radiation of the ferret is the same as the radiation of the planet. But it's very different from all the rest of the radiation. And it seems to be dropping slowly. The planet's radiation or the ferret's radiation? Both, both. So it implies that they were both, that they were all irradiated at the same time, do you think? That would make sense. And I guess maybe this little guy got off the ship on a ship that had landed for some reason. I wonder if yeah. there's any, if the radiation is reducing at the same rate, then it doesn't have anything to do with, like, it's not like there's a continuing source of that radiation on the planet. So eventually everyone will just kind of rephase in, I guess, but that's probably going to take a then, really long time. But then why can things that are not added to the planet later still not be seen? Or maybe they can. I guess we don't know whether you can see the bodies or whatever was added later. Because people who, when they go to investigate, they just get pushed away again. Hmm. So weird. Yes, it must have been this weapon that went wrong. Have they been able to declassify any of the information for the weapon? Like, is there a way that we could tell kind of like what type of radiation they were using? Oh, I don't know. Shipcom. Beep, beep, boop. Uh, could you patch me through to the bridge? On the bridge, you guys hear the intercom. Beep, beep, boop. Uh, go for bridge. Hey, have you made any progress on that declassification? Uh, I, I, God, have we? Uh, no, the, the security was too tight. There's, you, you haven't been able to figure out anything. We got nothing. What about you guys? Uh, okay. Well, first off, I have a little bit of a confession to make. Okay. Um, I had a can of that stuff, you know, the, the caffeine stuff. Um, oh, right, yeah. And I brought it back to sick bay because I wanted to investigate it. But then all of the stuff with the planet happened. I, I'm i really sorry, Captain, but I left it unattended and Liniana has, drink, has drunk it. Oh, I'm no. not throwing up this time. It's really great. I feel great. This is amazing. We need to go back and buy some more. Um, oh, we're, no. We're, we're in the cargo bay. Um, she's just sort of running around in circles. She's quite... I mean, she's quite safe. Is there anything that we need done that's tedious that we could get her to do? I mean, I don't think she'd do it very reliably, Captain. She's very, very manic. Um, anyway, <sighs> that was that was just a side uh, confession. I've also done some research. Okay. Um, and we've discovered that the, uh, the ferret and the people on the planet all have the same, like, radiation signature. So, potentially, the ferret came from the planet. It, it does seem that way. Um, the, the, the radiation signature is very slowly decaying, uh, which I think means everything that's radiated was radiated at the same time, which um, certainly uh, adds credence to the suggestion that it was this accident that happened on the planet, that it's not a sort of repeating an ongoing thing. It's uh, like a one-time thing. It occurs to me that since we found the ferret in the ship of Toldemar that perhaps Toldemar landed on the planet. <gasps> oh. And the ship just oh, and that's the a good point. And the yeah, ferret just happened to sneak on. They didn't even know it was there. So what was he doing on the planet? That's a very good question, Captain. Hmm. Um and I don't know how we would answer that question because I mean there won't be any records of any ships, you know. There won't the hmm, well, I mean maybe uh Maybe Hank could hack the station's security data to see if Toldemar's ship has been here anytime right. soon. And I've, I've been in the ship's system, so I could find the electronic signature that matches it. So, yeah, let's, let's dig through the <clears> records. <throat> also, I'd like to research if anyone has, especially, especially some Lorndon somewhere, has come up with a crazy phase-shifting radiation suit. <laughs> I'm gonna Google. I'm gonna Google phase shifting radiation suit. All right, let's let's start uh, with uh, Hank doing your your hacking. Uh, and since you have successfully been in the system before, let's give you a, a plus two to your your roll or, or to your goal. It's a good thing you did that. 
because I rolled a 15. That plus two gives me an 18, so we're good. Okay. Success by three. Success by three. So looking through the, the records and, and everything, Hank, you, you determined that Toldemar visited the station uh, a while back. I don't know. The timelines all get fuzzy. Maybe six months ago-ish. He was on the station for one day, and then when he left, he went down to the planet's surface, which was a foreboden. But before uh, before anybody could come scare him off, he rendezvoused on the planet's surface with another ship that had not gone through the station, that, it, that had left the station, presumably with a bunch of weapons, and there was some sort of interaction between Toldemar and that ship on the planet's surface, and then both ships took off and, and went their separate ways. Do I recognize the signature of that ship? That ship was some kind of alien. You don't recognize the design or anything with the species. It's it's from far beyond the League of Planets, unknown to you. So it doesn't belong to our purple friends? No. Okay. I relay all this information to the captain. Hmm. What, what, what do you make of this secret rendezvous? Well, obviously, we didn't happen upon the first time that this place is used as a rendezvous. So this must be some sort of known uh, buy spot or known uh, drop spot. Hmm. We don't know the aliens that they were getting the... Were they selling the weapons to the aliens or getting the weapons from the aliens? Can we tell that? From what Hank found, the ship, the alien ship, when it left the station, had a full load on it in its cargo. Oh, so it's just the it's just the Galaganard people selling the weapons. It, was, it wasn't a Galaganard ship though. This was some alien ship. Oh, weird. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what all that means. I, I do believe I would have written the coordinates down of where this meeting took place. Should we happen to get down there and check it out, Captain? Well, if you send me the coordinates, I compare the coordinates to where they sh- shipped Uncle, or they said they dropped Uncle Peter's body. I will definitely put that in Slack. Um, they're, they're not really anywhere near each other. They're, they're probably, I imagine they're on the same continent, but on different ends, (laughs) you know, far away from each other. Okay. Although there's no water on the surface that you can detect. So there wouldn't really be continents in that case. Okay. And we've scanned this planet in our phase length and there's nothing on it. Not even bacteria. That's right. Which is weird. But when you... When the shippies used the ship station, all the ship scanners together and, and all that jazz, then they did detect life forms. But they were detecting, we at first hypothesized they were detecting the out of phase life forms. Presumably. We got to go down to this planet. Something's not, the math's not mathing. The math ain't mathing, which is fine. I'm more of a right brain thinker anyway. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Cautious Optimism. Bit of a longer episode this week, but that's okay, because we are going to be taking two weeks off for the holidays. I will be out of the country for a few weeks, so I won't be able to post, but we will be back again in the new year with our new release schedule of Monday evenings, which seems to have been going okay for the last few episodes. Um, Let us know what you think. You can contact us on social media, uh, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter. You can find us at AsTheDiceRollRP or hop over to our Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll or you can email us at podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. I am having a little trouble with our email account, uh, so if you've sent an email, I will get to it. It just didn't transfer over yet to my new computer, so yeah, we're trying to get that back up and running and we're trying to get that done over the holidays. We also tend to hang out on Slack, which you can access by going to geek2geekmedia.com and clicking on the Contact Us tab. If you'd like to support our cast in their other endeavors, you can read Todd's book, Tag Your IT, by going to toddsullivanbooks.com. Bama is streaming Call of Netherdeep on Saturdays at 6 p.m. Central. Check him out on twitch.tv forward slash bamashocks. And you can also check out Raven every week on Girls Gone Wow. That's it for me this week. We'll be back next week on Monday, December 18th with the next episode of What Is Not. And then again back here in the new year on January 8th with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. Until then, let's see if the crew can puzzle out what's going on down on Galaganar right after a quick commercial break.
When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games! Star Wars! Comics! Movies! K-pop! Disney Plus! Keanu! Keanu Reeves! New! Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. Can uh, Rico have a look at uh, comparing the coordinates of where Toldemar's ship landed with the scans she's got from the shippies to see whether it's in like a densely populated area or if it's in what oh, might good. look like the kind of like no man's land, like what, what in terms of the out of phase life is on that set sure. of coordinates. Yeah. With, without needing a roll, you, you can tell that where Toldemar and this alien ship landed was not near any, any city. If that's what the concentrations of sentient life are. It was. It would have been out in the in the wilderness. There what there is in that area lots of life forms detected that are too small to be, you know, Galaganarians or humans or anything like that. So they met in the like desert somewhere. <laughs> I wonder if those life forms, the little life forms, are more ferrets. Oh, I wonder whether this ferret would like to be returned to its friends. Well, I don't know if they can't see him. But we can't see him, so they probably can see him. We can feel him. Rico's looking really sad at the ferret now, Aww. trying to work out whether the ferret wants to go home or not. Well, I think it's time. If we can't, either we go to the planet and try to shift phases to, to communicate with the people out of phase, or we go to the planet just to see what's there, because the station is not telling us the truth. Uh, but trips to the planet surface are forbidden, Captain, so... Oh, well, then forget it. Then let's just go home. Uh, we, of course, we don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we'll need to come up with some either cover story or some plan because the, the uh, Galaganarians will attempt to uh, wow. arrest us. The good news is. I mean, the good news is you, you don't give a shit. I know. <laughs> we've been pretty successful at lying and covering our tracks thus far. There have been no mistakes nor mishaps. Rico, Rico, Rico raises an eyebrow and says, uh, will this be another mixed tape situation? <laughs> if, if, it, if it needs to be. Um, I figure we can come up with some sort of plan. I mean, if 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 Taldemar could do it. How much of this is Kyan privy to? I sort of imagine that we're having some kind of to or fro conversation over the comms. So you and I are still standing with Liliana in the cargo bay. <laughs> Yeah, we're talking, we're using the voice chat on the Discord. Yeah, yeah but there's some kind of, like, comms conversation going on. Uh, um, Shipcom, can you cross-reference the ship that the that Toldemar's ship met up with, uh, that the higher gun met up with, and see if it meets any known company ships or any known um, ships that belong to that crime family affirmative one moment i have completed my investigation it did not meet with a member of the lightspeed shipping company nor the any other organization that we have had experience with the alien vessel came from the opposite side of space from the league of planets and where we have been and it returned in that direction after their meeting so Todd, remind me how much we actually are privy to rat people stuff. Yeah, I mean, you have just received word from um, Mr. Normalman that the rat people are confirmed to be alive. He told he, he sent a communication to Captain Rory about that, that they're real, and she shared it with the whole ship. So you, you would know that much. So we don't, do we have... We don't know and, what they look like or, uh, I mean, what their ships look like or anything like that. I mean, you've got a bunch of ancient 
you know, uh, children's stories and stuff that you have descriptions, but who knows if that was ever accurate or, or whatever. Did the ship look like a big wedge of cheese? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Negative. Okay, all right, well. Shipcom, uh, Shipcom, uh, do you have any, um, or can you or your shippies or Hank hack in and find any, like, records of the scans of that other ship from the station? We might maybe do some assessment of the, the life signs on the ship or what it looked like. Or I, I think what I might be able to do is get into Toldemar's system and see if they scanned anything. That would probably be the easiest way. Because I would assume that this location, if it was being monitored by the space station, they wouldn't have met there. But the hired gun's not here, is it? Mm-mm. No, it's long gone. Mm. Did we ever collect on that? Because no, that? no, no. We, sent, we sent it off with we sent it off with Johnny Lee. Did we not? Should probably we give did. him another call. I mean, oh. I've been calling him. He's not returning my calls. I pretty much think my texts are blocked. That's okay. We'll run into him again. Hmm. I imagine that every like five minutes or so, one of Karen or Rico says to Liliana, "How you doing? You okay?" She she responds with uh, a lot of energy. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm great. You should try the drink. It's so good. Can we go buy more? Uh, no, how much exactly did you drink? I drank all of it. I only had one can. I drank all of the can. Uh, Keep it up, Slugger. I... You're doing great. <laughs> Feasibly, how much longer can this go on? Kind are you not concerned about her collapsing when the caffeine runs out? It will be so quiet. It will be so quiet. Yeah, I mean, legit. Okay, that's fine. You're the doctor. So I guess I'm going to dig into the scans of the hired gun to see if we can get any additional information about this alien ship. But where are you going to get the scans of the hired gun from? (sighs) That was what I meant, because the hired gun's not Yeah. Did we or did we not put a duplicate of Shipcom on the hired gun? I cannot recall. Oh my lord. We talked about it. You did. You put it into the into the USB thing. Okay. Shipcom, do you remember the second iteration of you we put into the hired gun, the ship that Johnny Lee took? Can you reach him from where we are? I will attempt so. That ship's computer was not as powerful as the supercomputers that I and the shippies run on, so mm-hmm. it didn't achieve the sentience that we do, but I should still be able to communicate with it. I yes, see. I have made a connection. Okay. Well, let's, between you and I, see if we can get into their scans of the time period in which they were on the planet of Galaganar. All right. With an active connection, but no authorization, this will be a hacking role. Well, also, uh, download the location. Yeah, exactly. Can you, if we've lost the fucking <laughs> ship and Johnny Lee's not talking to us, surely there are other things we can do if we can hack into his damn computer. Yeah, so sure. while we're at it, Shipcom, I will need the coordinates and bearing and speed of the hired gun, please. All right. Let's go ahead and make that hacking roll, and then we'll go from there. While Todd figures out where it is. <laughs> Ooh, snake eyes and a six. That's eight. Ooh. Success by eight. All right. Uh, so you, you download the records you're looking for. Also, it's currently in orbit around Falcon Rock. And the life signs are all avians. It's full of bird people. No humans. I do believe Johnny Lee might have already sold the ship or it's at auction one. It is orbiting Falcon Rock. Interesting. Good to know. Thank you. Now you... you hack in and you find the scans nobody's bothered to delete it or anything so you have the sensor data from when the uh, nefarious uh, meeting on the galaganar surface happened the alien ship was a, a junker you know it's it was made up of a lot of spare parts and and hacked to, and held together by duct tape but it looked like it was crewed by a, a humanoid species you know two legs two arms head long tail long nose and uh but yeah it doesn't come up even in the the yeah it it doesn't come up as anything you recognize i will take the 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 vague details that i'm able to get from the scans and share this with rico so that she can check the database from lauren oh yes i need to check the london database that sounds 
That sounds awfully like rat people. That's very yes. concerning. Very. Um, uh, Kyan, I'm sorry. I need to go and plug into a proper computer. Are you all right if I leave you here with Liliana? Yeah, just keep me in the loop. I'm really sorry. I didn't think it was going to... I imagine we've been at this now for like an hour and a half, maybe like <laughs> two hours. Like we've been here for a while now. <laughs> It's taken us an hour just to role play it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really thought this wouldn't last that long. Do shout if you think she's going to have a heart attack or something. Yeah. Is does Kyan, in his professional opinion, is there anything he needs to be concerned with? How she is functioning? Is she like really out of breath? Is she? Does her muscles seem to be seizing up? Like what? What you would be most concerned with, I think, is uh, is the health of her heart. She's putting an awful lot of strain on it, and because she has so much so much energy that's not natural, there's a chance she's pushing her body harder than it can actually handle and not even realizing it. Okay, at this point, then, he is going to, because it doesn't seem to be, is it slowing down at all? She is slowing down. I mean, she's covered in sweat. She is, she is breathing heavy, but she's also continuing to run as fast as she physically can from what you can tell she's pushing herself to the limit okay so he is going to try and uh stop her <laughs> so, uh, so he's gonna say all right uh liliana hey you've been up with this for a while um maybe we can find another can of this stuff back in sick bay so why don't you come walk walk with me to sick bay and let's see what we can find for you Okay, whatever you think is best. Also, after we do that, can we go back on the station and buy more of the fizz bombs? Sure. They're so good. You need to try one. They're so good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Everyone like raises an eyebrow. Like, hmm, yeah. She is following you though. She's 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 doing as you asked. All right. So what he's gonna do is he's going since she's being compliant. He's gonna do kind of a quick. Uh, once he gets her to sick bay, gonna do a quick like physical and see how she's doing and if there's any things he should be concerned about. You want to roll? Okay. Yep. Let's do a let's do a medical roll. Uh, that would be a success by two. Success by two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in your medical opinion, she's gonna have a heart attack soon if she doesn't stop. Okay. So. Um, would this would it be dangerous to counter this with some sort of um sedative it's i mean it's probably less dangerous than just letting it run its course at this point and because even even if you stopped her from physically running around the the drug in her system is going to continue to make her heart beat as fast as possible etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah in your opinion in your medical opinion it's safer to give her a sedative than not to. Okay, so then he's going to administer a sedative. All right. I imagine she's completely compliant and totally lets you. And also, is like, what are you doing? What is that? What's, what's going on? When are we going to go get more of the stuff? No, just uh, like right now, I just want to make sure you're okay. All set. And then as soon as we can, we'll, we'll see what we can do to get you something uh, tasty to drink. Okay. I really hope we go soon because I have a real craving it's all I can think about. Oh, you know, I'm getting a little sleepy. I might. I'm going to take a little nap, and then let's, and then we'll go get some more of the the drink. Okay. Sounds like a plan. And she curls up on your on your hover dolly, I think, and starts to go to sleep. Okay. And now, redoing the readings, does this slow down her heart rate and just the effect that the chemical is having on her body? It is. Her heart. Her heart rate is is. Slowing down to a normal, normal level. From what okay. you can see, her her adrenal glands are, you know, she is exhausted. Her physical body is exhausted, and the sedative is letting her sleep, which she needs. Okay, so the last thing I'm going to ask as far as this drug goes, is this a Evo reaction, centric reaction, or is this something that would probably happen to any... Um, species or many species or the species on this ship it's going to be different for everybody i mean the galaginarians drink it all the time and it seems to affect them in the same way that coffee affects a human so it definitely is different but evo metabolisms are close are, are very similar to humans and felonians uh matorb are hardier 
it would probably not affect you as badly, but close. Okay, so Kyan puts a message through to, uh, well, to everybody. He's just going to make a shipwide announcement and uh, basically say, hey, everyone, um, if you have brought any, was it fizz bombs yep. on on the ship, please do not drink them. Um, and please make sure, like, if you can bring them to me so I can lock them up in the medicine cabinet, it would be great because this is not something anybody on this ship should be consuming. It is pretty dangerous. Copy that. You should probably destroy them. Agreed. Do, do we have any? I think the only one that I knew of of uh, was the one that Rico brought on. Did you not also bring one? I think research? Hank brought I, one. I'm sorry, not Hank. I think Kyan. I don't I, know why I get those names mixed up. Got wires crossed in my brain. I believe that Kyan also brought a can <coughs> study. Yeah, I think we both bought cans. All right, he's going to destroy it just because if he really needs to do some research on it, he can always go back down to the planet or back to the station and get some more. So, um, yeah, to be safe, he'll just destroy it. He'll he'll dump it down the sink. Okay. Although maybe we found a new alternate source of fuel. Who knows? <laughs> on the bridge. Who, who's on the bridge now? Rory is, is still there, certainly. Yes. I believe I'm still on the bridge. Hank's still on the bridge. Okay, so the intercom on the bridge, or, you know, the shipcom on the bridge goes, beep, beep, boop. Go for I, bridge. I have some information from Franklin that you might be interested in. Franklin doesn't do as directed. He seems to do whatever he wants and thinks is interesting. And one of the things he thought was interesting was to monitor all of our activity and anyway, he's noticed that the ship, that the design of the ship that met with Toldemar on the planet surface matches the general design of thousands of ships that are around in orbit around the Galaganar space station. Uh, are, are these ships that we can see? Confirmed. This was the this was the ship that came from beyond our known space. And docked with Toldemar on the planet and then flew away. And right Back. now, these ships are surrounding us? Were they surrounding us when we got here? Yes. We just, they blended in with all the other thousands of ships. And we had no reason to pay them any attention. This is a very busy hub. There are many, many ships here. Is there one close to us that we could scan and match the oh, I, racial traits? And just, just to be clear, the ships are surrounding the station. And Cautious Optimism is docked on is on the station. So they're not surrounding cautious optimism specifically? No, no, no. We know. Okay. But it's um, close enough that we could <clears throat> discreetly scan it, Shipcom. Confirmed. Let's go ahead and do that now. Uh, I will give you an assist to try to main, remain unnoticed. All right. Go ahead and roll for your assist at, at keeping him his scan secret. I think I want to go programming more than hacking. Yeah, that makes sense. Six, eight, nine, success by seven. Success by seven. Mm -hmm. So you keep your your scanner beam narrow, focused, and uh, as discreet as as possible. And the scan comes back. The ship is old and beat up, and it's it's kind of a piece of garbage ship. It's got pieces from all kinds of different ships that have been scavenged together and assembled in a hodgepodge mess. It has... This particular ship has 27 life forms on it that uh, are all humanoid, bipedal, long tails, long snouts. And I literally just grab Rory by the forearm, look her dead in the eye and say, the rats are real. And the here. rats are here. Here. And there are at least thousands of them. Next time on Cautious Optimism. Okay, so it would appear that not only did Toldemar and the Hired Gun meet up with suspected rat people, it would appear that we are currently surrounded by thousands of ships containing thousands of rat people. So Toldemar is selling weapons to the rats. How do we know they're even an evil species? They murdered everything, didn't they? It's time to find a new job when the big cheesy boys show up. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. 
You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geekmediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. 